Welcome to the Oral Report, the sexual exploration podcast that goes beyond sex ed, where we share, advise, and make the world a better place. One orgasm at a time. So, what's turning you on this week? I, um, I have little known fact about me is that I have this blog, and it's like personal and anonymous, so I don't share it very often. Um, but I communicate with people on this blog sometimes, and it's it's mostly about sex, and there's a lot of porn on it, and uh, some like pictures of my actual naked body. So like you know, I don't I don't like to tell a lot of people about it, mm-hmm. um, or at least give them the name. Yeah, it's but private. yeah, it's private. Um, but I was talking to this couple who uh, actually turned out they live in Chicago, okay. and they're one of my favorite blogs, and they have like the best porn, like, totally into whatever they post. Is it and them? really cool. Yeah, and it's... No, 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 it's not them. It's not them. Oh. Um, I think, like, they've posted pictures of themselves before, but it's not... Like, that's not what they're primarily posting. I need their site so yes, I can watch it. Yes, would love to <laughs> give you that. Um, Please. Yeah. Uh, but I was talking to them, and I think we might, like, try to meet sometime, because, like, I sort of miss... Um, like aspects of my sex life that I'm not like currently getting and like right. now that I'm single I can kind of like do whatever I want Yeah, and absolutely. I've never like done anything really like with a couple or like outside yes. of like a mo- monogamous like relationship or at least just like a hookup between like one person nice. so yeah we're That's trying exciting. to chat although like I've been very in and out about it like yeah. some days I'm like really excited and then other days I'm like I'm not so excited or like I'm scared I or I don't want to talk to them yeah no I think that's super normal because I've um you know been on sites before where couples have approached me yeah. and yeah I mean there are three separate instances that I can think of where, like, the first time I just didn't respond because I was, like, freaked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's happened to me where I was, like, no. Ooh, like, no. That, I never right. asked you. Right. Yeah. This is not what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then the second and third time, I actually got, like, close to setting up, a like, a day and time to meet. Yeah. And then it never happened. Yeah. Because they were both older couples like Mm -hmm. they were older than me but still like within a normal age range and they just seemed really chill and we're like you know let's meet up for drinks um you know if we get along cool we can hang out we'd love to hang out with you right that was kind of like the mo yeah and so i think you know looking at it from that perspective it was a lot better yeah because it didn't seem so creepy and i was like okay well you know this is this is how they live this is normal like and it's just drinks yeah, right, exactly. And I, yeah. we, like, had a day, and then I backed out because I was, like, I thought I had an audition, and then I didn't, and then I, like, didn't and then you were, like, tell the nah. truth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we'll see. All right. Well, that's yeah. exciting. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. You Thank might, might have a threesome mark. opportunity. Maybe. I hope they both don't die. <laughs> oh, my God. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Then we might have some bigger issues I might. About. Yeah. I would have to, like, maybe Never ask, plan a threesome never again. Never plan a threesome again would be my first step. <laughs> <laughs> what is turning you on this week? So I um, scheduled headshots oh, for nice. myself for my business, mm-hmm. so I can look like a professional CEO and right. all that jazz. Um, but with the package of headshots comes a boudoir shoot. Yay! That is so <laughs> fun. I've always wanted one. I know. So that's also a birthday present to myself because um, I wasn't really planning on spending this much on the shoot, but. Yeah. Uh, if it comes with the territory. And Absolutely. It's my 30th, so it's kind of a milestone. Yes, you'll have those forever. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going for that, and I just received, as I was walking out the door to come here, um, 
a bunch of lingerie that I get oh, to try on yes. when I come home. Oh my gosh, where's it from? <laughs> well, this is the disappointing part. Oh. It is from Victoria's oh, Secret. Oh, it's okay. I know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I need to work with other brands. She actually specifically recommended it. Because I don't know why. She's oh, like, I've, I shoot this all the time. and Was whatever. it like a specific like style? No, or? but, and then she, what really got me was, um, she's like, just leave the tags on and return it all. Oh, yes. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, okay. So perfect. So yeah. I don't feel bad doing that to Victoria's Secret. Right. I feel bad doing that to an independent lingerie company. Right, for sure, certainly. So that's my my logic behind it. But. Sure. Well, that's a fun. You get to try all those things on. Yeah. So I'm excited. That's what I get to do after this. I Yay. get to go home and try on sexy lingerie and that's leave the tags on. The best Tuesday night I've ever heard of. <laughs> exactly. So we have our very first, <laughs> <laughs> very first interview. Um, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yes. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Solomon. And I'm Nathan. All right. Nathan Perfect. and Solomon, thank you for being here. Yeah. So we don't really have... Um, any organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're just gonna no. chat. We're just gonna talk. Yeah, I'm interested in how you guys met. Me too. <laughs> oh, it's fucking adorable. Please. <laughs> oh, it's it's fucking disgusting. I was I was working at Whole Foods as a cashier. You've had some really good jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whole Foods was it was really nice actually because yeah. it was an Edgewater, yes. so there's oh, tons yeah. and tons of members of you know. The community. Yes. Like walking around. So I ended up like getting like two different long term partners just from working there. Nice. Nathan's one of them. Nathan uh, was always super like humane to me. It would always be like maybe like 11 in the morning and I would be like probably like maybe very hungover mm-hmm. or grumpy yeah. and just like scanning groceries and being like abused by like <laughs> shitty old people. Yes. And then Nathan would like walk up and would just have a nice coat on and just buy really pleasant vegan Aww. food and say nice <laughs> things to Aww. me. What kind yeah, of pleasant sure. vegan food did you buy? I remember, I think one of my first conversations about nutritional yeast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a big one. Yeast. That's a big one. That was like instant hard <laughs> yeah. eyes. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how often were you going to Whole Foods? I'm in there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Way too much. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an actual problem, I suppose. Far too much money in that place. But yeah, I'm in there all the time. But you started going more because... No. No. You're just there all the time. It wasn't even, that had nothing to do with me. It was a little bit weird because I didn't always want to be, I didn't always want to be like creeping. Right. Yeah. This is so good. It's a, it's a, it's a very delicate balance Mm -hmm. when someone's at work. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to like talk to them. It's really hard, yeah. As servers, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't fucking flirt with me. I'm yeah. trying to, like, yeah. I'm, I am obligated to, like, be here. Yeah. Like, don't make me feel weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your strategy was, it worked, worked better than you planned. I was just like, well, I'm going to avoid their line. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awful. That. Sometimes. <laughs> Maybe most of the time. Mm-hmm. Avoid yeah. the line? Well, no. Avoid Nathan line, would yeah. say hi on the way out. And they'd just be like, oh, hey. And I'd be like, hi. <laughs> and be like, what the f- what the fuck was that? Like, what the Why fuck was that? It's like, I thought we had something. Yeah. I thought, like, we had this connection, and here you are just going over Leaving. to... So who mm. finally approached him? Mm. Well, that gets complicated. <gasps> yeah. Because, just... so we're, we're still on this vegan shit. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> Thank God both vegan. of us also, like, that was, that was definitely 
Because being vegan, you don't want to be snobby or elitist, but like sometimes it's really nice to have a safe person to be yeah. like super shitty about things yeah. with. Just like talk mad shit about people who aren't vegan. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. There's <laughs> all kinds of slurs yeah. thrown around. It gets real yeah. spicy. Yeah. <laughs> so that was already an appealing thing. So I went from working at Whole Foods, which was like, you know, in line with my interests. And then I worked at Chicago Diner. Right. Which is uh, very which much is... not in line. Oh, no. It's, it's, ve- it's a very vegan, vegan place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's vegan? Well, vegetarian. It's vegetarian, like, vegan mm-hmm. friendly. Okay. But very vegan friendly. Like, one of the best. Mostly vegan. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Learned something oh, new. Yeah, I made milkshakes. It was so I've been meaning to do it for years. Wait, you have to do it. Vegan milkshakes? Yes. Yeah, those are the pick me up. What do you like make? Award winning milkshakes, too. Yeah. Oh, you guys. It's the peanut butter cookie dough. Oh, God. That's where the action was at. Salivating. And Nathan would show up. And we'd just be like, hi, remember me from Whole Foods? You would show up to Chicago Diner, too? (laughs) This was was on accident. I didn't know they were working there, and I was there with my business partner for brunch. I think it was brunch. Probably. It was daylight. Yeah, that was it. And I was like, holy shit. Were you like, guess who's here? They're following me. I guess both of you. <laughs> no, it made sense because I saw that nutritional yeast, so I already right, knew okay, that Nathan cool. was like right. a fucking nerd. Right. So like that was that's already true. sold out, and that's like true. Nathan would be at Chicago Diner for brunch. Oh. That's just that was in keeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was in keeping with what I understood about him. And yeah. then we uh, were walking. I was like walking my bike to a Walgreens. So like we talked, we'd always been like, oh, come visit me at my work or oh, come back. But we never like made solid plans. Right. And I didn't even like kind of like I wasn't sure what your name was for a minute. <laughs> and that was really hard. That was super hard. Where I'm like, oh, shit. Like, fuck. What, what was it again? <laughs> so after you'd met how many times? So many times. So many but times. I was wearing a name yeah. tag. That's yeah, helpful. Nathan was not. <laughs> but it becomes like kind of like not OK to ask for someone's name like after mm-hmm. a certain point. Once, yes. you, yeah. once you've met more than five times, yes. then you're like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Right? Then it's not okay. Yeah. yeah. You just have to suffer you have forever. To take, you have to take them to Starbucks and, like, see what happens when they, like, write their name on the cup. Yeah. Oh, I've done that. Or um, <laughs> I've, like, looked through, well, you have to be in. Very stealthy. I actually yeah. don't want to admit this because oh. I was in someone's house and forgot their name. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I had to go through their mail really quickly. <laughs> I was thinking medicine cabinet. You're way more wholesome. Sounds great. That's good. That's pretty good. Well, they were in the bathroom. Oh, perfect. So I I had a moment. That's really good. Yeah. It's a really good one. I had Nathan spell it. Uh, so that I could what? type it into Facebook. Oh, that's I was funny. like, how do you spell your name? Oh, and no. I was like, Nathan, okay, no. actually, it, it was good. It worked. It worked. Like, I got the name Bullshit. out of him. Yeah, but he I got totally the, knew. It doesn't matter. I actually didn't think about it twice. Well, Nathan really? was lost and oblivious. Oh. And Which I was usually am. Walking, like, across, like, just, like, doddering around, walking around mm-hmm. on Belmont, and, like, where's the Chicago diner? And I recognize, like... Well, you recognize me. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, shit, hey. And you're like, where's Chicago Diner? I'm like, the other side of the train. What are you, what's wrong? What's going on, kid? <laughs> Can I help you? And so That's, then yeah. I was just like, you know, he's so nice. And he's, he's real sweet. and Lost. And lost. And I was like, let's <laughs> add this one. Let's add this, this sad boy on Facebook. Let's do it. So then I did. And we started talking about Hook. And Rufio. Oh, That's right. Oh, yeah. We oh, bonded super it. hard over yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's my mean, favorite film. Childhood Memories, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I made a Facebook post where it was Rufio Made Me Trans. <gasps> where, like, I mean, if you look at me and the, the listeners I can't see, I was going to say, you kind of look like very much Rufio vibe. You totally do. Like, lots of crop tops, 
lots of spikiness, <sighs> lots of like shitty attitude. Like yeah. that's very much <laughs> like what I'm like. I'm all about that Rufio look. I wonder if that was like an awakening for a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> like, how yes. often do you find that that's true? Yes. Have you gone yeah. as Rufio for Halloween? No, I should. Wow. That would be so yes. good. Would be this amazing. might be the year. This, this might be, be the, the time. Year. <laughs> this might be the year. So oh, we started amazing. talking on that status, mm-hmm. and then slid into I slid into your DMs. Nice. Ooh. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's Modern right. romance. But then you that, asked me out. And we, yeah. it was around the time right before the Cubs won the World Series. Okay. Oh, yes. Busy time. Crazy. Crazy. It was very apocalyptic. Yeah. And we went to Graceland Cemetery, which, by the way, okay. great first date. Oh, my God. Great first Amazing. date. Just like a walk? Yeah. Yes. Nice. It's beautiful, oh, yeah, it is. Uh, it is beautiful monuments, funerary monuments to dead capitalists. Oh. So there's something for everyone there. Cool. <laughs> you know, it's great. I like, I'm like plugging that place. It, we had a great time. And then it's we went good. to Pick Me Up, which is another vegan Love restaurant because we're fucking up. nerds. Yeah. Yep. Huge fucking nerds. It was full of Cubs fans. Oh, we what? were having fun. That was a good sign that Nathan was like, you know, we were enjoying ourselves despite the craziness. It yeah. was intense. It was just like, wow, this is a nightmare. This is hilarious. Did you guys have a totally sober first date? I was probably smoking. I was sober. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. sober. Yeah. 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 Nice. That's admirable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Actually getting to know each other without boozing. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. And the fir- well, because also the first date was like really tense because I am trans and I'm yeah. non-binary. So right. I can't just, you know, make it simple on somebody and just be like, oh, I'm a man. Because that right. would be like not telling the truth. So um, I was definitely, I'm not saying that I was like testing Nathan, but I was like feeling out like how much Nathan could hang. Yeah. Because I still dress in my old clothing. I dress very femininely. Most people just like assume I'm a woman, which I'm fine with. That's like cool. That's like tight. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't really like, like being perceived as a dude is just kind of like not really one of my goals right now. Yeah, sure. But a lot of people just uh, like me for the wrong reasons then because of it. Mm-hmm. And I need to be like respected if I'm going to have like a... a any sort of interest in somebody, I don't want them like misgendering me. If yeah. they like me, that's just right, awkward. That's not cool. Yeah, it's just not good. So I was like, I I made like little like references to it. Like first of all, the the, the post was Rufio made me trans. Right. So like, like already I've like put it out there and yeah. wasn't scared. And I was like, okay, but maybe Nathan doesn't know what that means. Who knows? <laughs> like you just don't know somebody's like it's possible <laughs> comfort right. level. I mean, background. you don't want to assume in that type of situation. Absolutely not. So then I was like, at one point, I was like, oh my uh. I like to sing, but my voice dropped recently, so I'm like really really secure about it. And then Nathan, the sly fox, is like, oh, I had a friend who uh, had something like that happen once, and I was like, "Mm, okay. Okay. Like okay. yourself because you also no. have a <laughs> Adam's apple. Okay. No, just a mysterious series of voice droppings. Right. Around the city. Oh my god. Yeah. You, you had trans you. friends. That's you had right. trans friends. Yeah. That's awesome. Somewhere out there a gang of rowdy trans boys just taught Nathan a bunch of shit. Took me in. Yeah. That's your like... first night in Chicago. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, one of my first nights in Chicago. <laughs> when did, that's amazing. Like when did you move here? God, when did I move here? <laughs> I'm useless when it comes to memory. And you were, stuff. I think like you were really, 24, right? Um, yeah, it was like I feel like it's more like five years, but it probably is only like three or four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I it think wasn't w- long ago. Once you hit that three-year mark, suddenly you're like, I've been here forever. I don't know, mm-hmm. forever. No. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like, work brought you here? No. I, <laughs> no, you just. <laughs> I literally, I, I'd moved to Texas from Scotland. What? Why? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, get ready. No. My parents live there, and it's it's a long story. Your parents live in Texas. Why I left Scotland is a, is a debacle. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. I can go back there. But <laughs> okay. It's just, but do you want to? I, I love Scotland. I miss it. No, Everyone not Scotland. I'm in Texas. Oh, oh no. Oh. Texas is a... It's terrible. <laughs> It's a special corner of the earth. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was just living in Texas and I was bartending and not making very much. And uh, I saved up $400 and was just like, well. 400 And you're like, that's enough to get me there. I have a friend with a couch. Oh, okay. So I'm coming to Chicago. And All I was, right. I thought, oh, I'll make $400. That'll last me a couple of months, right? What? I had you no were idea. Here, yeah. I had no idea. And then I spent like 200 bucks in Mariano's one day and about <laughs> cried. I was like, how did this happen? <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That happens. Yeah, that's when you switch to Whole Foods. Right, which is like kind which of is really $300. Hard, right. <laughs> Obscene. Anyway, yeah. It's obscene. So like your first night in Chicago, then you, you hit Boys Town, right? It wasn't Boys Town, no, it was Farragut's oh. in oh. Andersonville, and I was out with my yes. friend's couch I was oh. staying on. Well, Anderson's a pretty... Andersonville, that's I live up there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I live in Edgewater, but near Andersonville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Edgewater yeah. Whole Foods. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Really I lived, like, right across from the New Marianas, which is really, like, uptown, Ooh, but, yeah. like, Edgewater. Yeah, Edgewater. yeah, I know the area. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was something else. I just, uh, I was going out and I was drinking with all these guys, and then they wanted to go and have a smoke underneath some stairs somewhere or mm-hmm. something. Cool. And, yes. And they were making jokes about, oh, how do you know when someone's an egg? Like, they're wearing bow ties, and they look like this, and you're like what's going on here <laughs> you're not admitting words. and I'm thinking like what the fuck is an egg like, <laughs> yeah what does this mean and then one of them turns around and is like oh by the way we're all trans oh. and that was just so what is an egg what is yeah that? actually we're both ooh stopped. yeah ooh this is ooh I'm gonna be I'm gonna sell out the community and give a, a, oh, a secret no. term no it's like okay. it's not okay. a fucking it's not secret right but it, uh, it's uh, a trans person who doesn't necessarily know or accept that they're trans yet. Mm. But it. they're walking around through the world and displaying some very obvious discomfort that somebody who maybe has been there can immediately recognize. And you're Got just it. like, oh, ooh, ooh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And that's an egg, because then they'll hatch. Oh, okay. you, hopefully they hatch, and then it's like everything gets it's harder, like and then reborn. it gets better. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. find there's a lot of, like, um, what is the word? Like, mentoring and... Oh, yes. Oh, yes, because there isn't... Well, there is a lot of infrastructural help, but you have to kind of talk to people to understand how it works. Right. Chicago's a great city to be trans in because there are resources to be able to access things like hormone replacement therapy, or if you're under the age of... 24 or 24 and under there's the Broadway Youth Center where they have resources for like free SDI testing or Mm -hmm. like placement for different kinds of social programs so like there's infrastructure but if you're like if you don't know how to use it it's just sort of like where do I even start with this stuff so you have to kind of like not you don't have to theoretically I guess you could come at it alone which would be harder or you like find people you start networking usually on Facebook and you start making friends and asking questions and you just yeah. kind of have to find people who've been there before. Most people are extremely helpful. Yeah, that's nice. That's awesome. Some people don't want to talk about it, which is obviously valid, but most people, it's just like we kind of know how like rough it can be out there. So yeah. there's always like infighting and there's always like nastiness and like cruelty as there's going to be in any sort of like right. small scene of young, you know, young people who are all like broke and probably have a bad relationship with their parents, right? Sure. Like, there's, yeah. like there's some like consistent problems that a lot of us face. Not everybody by any stretch of the imagination, but most of us have like suffered at some point and so like you know everyone does some stupid shit here and there but for the most part it's like it's very tight 
Yeah, and it's super important. That's good. And it's like I learned kind of how to respect myself by like hanging out with other people who respected themselves. Yeah. Because before I hung out with other trans people, I would let people misgender me, and I would just be like, okay, well, that's whatever. That's fine. I'll just it's fine. But then it's like, and now I don't care if strangers do it, but if it's somebody who I might be interested in dating, I want to make sure that they're not yeah getting the wrong story because right. that that's just that's just that's bad or if they're gonna like say some stupid shit to me then i want to know early on right. so i can just get the fuck out right. you know because i'm not i'm not educating anyone i'm trying to fuck that's just, yeah. Yeah, like i'm not i'm not that's not my that's not my fetish that's not my kink i do not do that that role play i do not do that seriously i just don't Same. i don't yeah i won't no i, <laughs> I refuse for people who know what's up know mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. was this like meeting all these trans people under the stairs and wrigley like this was news to you like this was a totally like new thing in your life or was were you kind of like around i i had only ever known one other trans person before mm-hmm. back in scotland sure small town scotland where right it's... where in scotland are you I was in Gala Shields. Okay, I know um, like a lot of people from Scotland, just <laughs> yeah. Okay, but um, yeah, I just I knew one trans woman, mm-hmm. and that was it. And yeah, yeah, that's like more than I think most people can say, mm-hmm. especially outside of cities. Yeah, yeah so and in it small wasn't cities, totally as far as I know. But yeah, there was a lot to learn. Yeah, yeah. definitely a lot to learn. Yeah. yeah. And then there was also the the poly thing as well, which took definitely, like, that was, you took that one, that was interesting, like, to duck to water, which (laughs) was very interesting, because that sometimes doesn't go as well. But I have a partner of, like, seven and a half years. Uh, We met in college when we were both, like, 18. We were Mm -hmm. little babies, and I made it pretty clear, like, early on that, like, I'm the kind of person who gets very serious crushes. Like, I love people. I just can't help but notice how fucking fantastic people are. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm always, like, falling in love left and right. And I had to make that <laughs> clear to this, you know, wonderful person who I'm still dating. But, like, when we were, like, children, practically, and I'm like, if you want to date yeah. me, you're just going to have to, I don't know, it's I don't know how to change yeah. this. Yeah. Do you have words for it at that point? Or yeah, like it really? was, like, always, like, under the, the, the haze of lots of alcohol <laughs> before I could, like... Like I came out of the closet while like inebriated. I can't like yeah. start talking about yeah, poly yeah. stuff while inebriated and have like since stopped okay. drinking and like require myself to deal with that while not drinking, which is way more intense <laughs> and scary. Yeah. Probably oh, helpful. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd been with him and for about four years and then I moved to the city and I started oh, I met the most beautiful other um, non-binary person. I saw them at a music festival. They, like, had this, like, fantastic crust of hair. And anyone who's listening to this who knows me knows exactly who I'm talking about. Just the most beautiful hair in Chicago. And I, I saw this this person go by, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck did I just see? Because it was, like, one of my first times seeing, like, another... Well, I wasn't even presenting androgynously back then, but, like, an extremely, like, you could not figure out necessarily just by looking mm-hmm. what was going on and it was clear that this person did it on purpose and mm-hmm. I was like yeah. love it Fuck. you know and so you then, feel some kind of way yeah <laughs> so then I started seeing them like my, my partner uh, saw them at a show and was uh-huh. like uh oh that person that you like was at the show <laughs> and so then I saw them at Riot Fest and I like chased them down and started talking and then I like made it clear to my like long term partner that's yeah. like this it's, it's important it's very yeah. important yeah. this is fucking going down and it's like just so you know, are you like, are you ready? Because this is when it's, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen right now. And Davey, it, it was hard, but we like worked through it. Okay. And it was like, it was fine ultimately because we've been together for four years at that point. Yeah. And like 
both of us had things to figure out about ourselves. We both got together as 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we just, like, I had just moved to the city. I was coming out as trans to, like, the wider public. And it's like, well, I can keep going on and on and on and on about this. But, like, one of the big things, too, is that being poly allows you to form, like, really intense, like, intimate bonds with people yeah. mm-hmm. that can be, like, very life-sustaining when you're going through an extremely difficult process. So, like, me and this person uh, that I just described with the hair, <laughs> the one with the lovely hair, we did not last particularly long as a couple, and the story behind that is its own um, <laughs> odyssey. But we ended up being very good friends in spite of all of it, and uh, the fact that we had dated and the fact that we suddenly had all this information about each other and the fact that, like, being poly means that you don't have to throw people away once you're yeah. done with, like, the sexual relationship. Yeah. You can, mm-hmm. like, just allow it to change right. on its own. You get used to having that sort of fluidity, mm-hmm. which, like, other people, they might be more rigid with their relationship structures and, like, once we're broken up, we're broken up, get away from me. Right. Instead, it's, like, we get to keep each other a bit more, and now I have Amazing. a best friend. Right. That's which nice. is wonderful. And it wasn't easy at first, and we had to work through some shit, and we had to talk about the ways in which we hurt each other. You couldn't yeah. pretend that it didn't happen. But we were already so used to having to be that open with each other that it just worked. Yeah. Totally. How did that conversation between the two of you I don't remember. Go? Do you yeah. remember? Uh, I don't think we talked about it a lot to begin with. I remember you brought it up in the cemetery. Mm. And then we talked about it. Just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. And then we met up again. Remember we went to the beach. Yes. And we talked about it on the train mm-hmm. yeah and I remember that was it and it's something that someone had brought it up to me before uh-huh. like someone I was dating when I first moved to the city or I don't know if you call it dating whatever it was <laughs> yeah, you're like seeing them we're dating like going on they dates. had broached it with me uh-huh. and I just I wasn't ready yeah. like the idea just felt like really intimidating and really shocking and just mm-hmm. like very hard because you know I was a really intense jealousy issues yeah right yeah mm-hmm. um but once I started, once that person brought it up to me and I started considering it and started working through things, um, I actually went and spoke to a friend of mine and said, listen, I'm really interested in this, this whole poly thing. Um, have you got any book recommendations? So I went and read The Ethical Slut. <laughs> yes, I was just oh. looking at that. A little like, bit pedantic. Mm. No. People make fun of it. But no. You know, no, no. If, if you, you know. It did me a world of good. If you're trying to learn, start. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then you can. I mean, if you're reading something, you can process it very Mm -hmm. much like on your own at your own pace. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's. Yeah, and there's there's like there's there's very few people you can learn from. Yeah. When Mm -hmm. it comes to poly, so any resource is just tremendous, like really Mm -hmm. really useful. Yeah. And it just yeah, it was just allowed me to kind of examine the pressures that I was putting myself under and putting partners under, and you kind of. You kind of see your way through it all, you know? Do you think jealousy was one of the biggest thing, I don't know, things that you were putting on, like pressures that you were putting on your previous relationships? I always internalized it. I was never, and I've had relationships in the past where a lot of jealousy was put on me. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that always seems yeah. to be the way it goes, but often I feel a lot of it too. I just I just don't mention it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like learning what it is, where it comes from, and how to kind of crack through it. Yeah. Which is really useful. It just helped me in, you know, not only relationships, it helped me in all kinds of ways. Did you just kind of figure that out on your own? Just reading. Yeah, reading. Um, there's, you know, there's only a few places really where it comes from, I think, mm-hmm. at least in my mind. Sure. Yeah. 
Was there one thing that kind of like made the switch for you in your mind and you were like, okay, I get it. Now I get it. Yeah. I can do this. Or was it just like an amalgamation of all the information that you were consuming? No, it wasn't something I ever had to confront until the cemetery. When mm. the cemetery happened, it's something I had to face. And oh, I was God, like, okay. oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like this person. I had um, two partners too. It wasn't just yeah. like I had one. I had two, one of whom I'd been seeing for about like a year and a half at that point. Mm. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was kind of intimidating. I was just yeah, like, yeah. I really like this person. I really like, would like to continue seeing them. So I've just mm-hmm. kind of got to see how I feel, deal with it and just approach these things that come along in my mind. And yeah. it came pretty easily, I think. From what, yeah, from what I read, because you know, I was just reading up a little bit about what's out there on poly relationships right now just all of them say communication is uh-huh. just like the absolute key uh-huh. in the relationship and that there's there tends to be a lot more communication in poly relationships uh-huh. than there are in yeah uh-huh. what's the that other for BDSM as well, well like, monogamous mm-hmm. non- monogamous <laughs> relationships like what's the other yeah. one called it's easy yeah <laughs> Yeah. Do you have specific guidelines that you're like, this is okay, this is not, or is it kind of like no. depending on the situation? No. Just common sense. Yeah. 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 No, that's uh, some people are really, really, really into having like very set and specific um, mm-hmm. like boundaries and yeah. things that are okay and things aren't. But um, it never, it, it never, like, that was never something that I really considered. That wasn't, like, that's a, there's some, there's just different subcultures and there's different styles of it. Like, a lot of this is transmitted orally. Very similarly into, like, you know, right. there's, like, a lot of overlap with trans people and the poly community, but there's also, like, yeah. different subsects of the poly community that are cisgender and heterosexual. Sure. Oh, right. Wildly enough, those people still exist. <laughs> like, I forget. Yeah. <laughs> it's Chicago. It's 2017. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Okay. So, um... Yeah, so the, the dark thing that I was going to talk about was sexually transmitted infections. Yeah, I feel like that's yes. the first question people want to yeah. ask, which, like, yeah. you got to be okay. really careful. <laughs> yeah. Be very yeah. careful. Yeah. And utilize, once again, public resources. Yes. yes. Broke, which, yeah. you know, lots of people are. Lots of people are broke. So uh, another plug would be uh, Howard Brown Healthcare yes. does a... Well, I mean, so Broadway Youth Center, if you're 24 or younger, then it's... it's only 24? Yeah, well, it's the Youth Center. Oh, yeah, yeah that makes but sense. But then they Howard, Howard Brown, Brown itself, yeah. if you have de- uh, a certain kind of financial need, sometimes the fee is waived, otherwise it's pretty low cost, and they do uh, STI testing, which is yeah. super important. Nice. And also, the, like, uh, they have like sliding scale plans they have like for uninsured folks. They're like very helpful nice. for that kind of thing. So like a big thing is just like there's a lot of stuff out there, and you just kind of have to use it. Yeah, like yeah. I'm due. I'm due for a checkup. I'm actually going in tomorrow. No, Thursday. So. I got uh, a screening a little bit ago, and uh, they just never called me back. Good. I guess that's, that's probably that's good. A, it's a good. It's yeah. a good yeah. sign. Is that Howard Brown? Yeah. No, 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 no. I yeah. I found uh, I was using insurance, and nice. they like assign a doctor to you mm. through the plan that I had, and it was like. Really sketchy. An HMO, huh? Doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah which healthcare system was our it? Our plan? Uh, call them out. No, okay. Cigna, I oh. think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But I walked into the uh, to the room, examination room, and somebody had, like, their cup of coffee and then had, like, a halfway-eaten muffin was sitting on the exam table. What? And, like, with, like, little, like, grease stains all like over. It. I was like, what oh, the no. fuck is this? You're going to put me. Yeah, and then the the woman, the nurse practitioner who came in to, like, get my stats and everything, like, was asking what kind of medicine I was on, and I was like, oh, I'm on this kind, 
and I take this amount. And she was like, oh, there's only 25 or 50 or like 25 or 75. I was like, oh my God, no. And like, <laughs> it was, it's bad news, but. It sucks. But I guess no I mean, news. I guess you're fine. Yes. No news is good news. You can always also mm-hmm. call and like bully them into giving you oh, your results. Yeah. That's I know. a good idea. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But, but it, it does take a lot of like, Persistence. You kind of have to fight through some menus, press the zero button for operator. <laughs> like, like, you just shout, because then the robot will know that like you're yeah. unhappy. Yeah, and then it hangs That's up on you. Sometimes. How run? It's all online. That's what I was pretty impressed with. Oh yeah. Yeah, they like send me an email. It's like a little app. Oh. It's got icons and everything. <laughs> Shit. Real nice. simple. Yeah. Hmm. You yeah. look into this. And they're friendly there. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. They're like used to non-judgmental. People. Oh yeah. They're used to people like crying and stuff. You know, they're they're real sweet. <laughs> they still live by the Broadway Youth Center. Oh. I would walk. Yeah, I walk by it all the time. Do they Very still ask place. you how many partners mm-hmm. have you had? <laughs> I, I love know. that question from the doctors. Know. I'm like, why the fuck do you care? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm telling like, you, yeah, like, you're now define partner. Yeah. Right? right now, are we talking? Like, what do you like, know? Do hand jobs count? Right. Because right. exactly. I don't know. Either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, so, how many partners do you guys have now? Mm. Currently, yeah. Hmm. Well, um, I recently had a breakup. And that was really hard in a lot of ways, but also okay because we're being friends, Good. and we've de- we decided that like if we continued with our relationship, that we would end up hurting each other. And so it was the mature and responsible thing to just end it now Wait. and just be pals forever, which is mm-hmm. like tight, awesome, and also sad because it's the end of something good. But yeah. yeah, it was the right thing to do. I ended up like I started. I got I became interested in this person because I saw her break up with somebody like this <laughs> in the past, and I was like, okay. that's so mature. Really nice. Yeah, I was like, that's such a relief, you know. Yeah. Like we weren't mm-hmm. even like seeing each other at that point. But I, like she made like a little Facebook post, just like thank you for a really nice year, so and so. Like it was great, and I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> That's the So I'm not surprised that we stuck the landing here and we're we're gonna yeah. we're gonna be pals. So that that was that was good. So that's good. So I went from having like like three like distinct people like living in Chicago to now I'm on like two and then I have a, a pal who lives out of state who I'm talking to. Yeah. Sure. And that's very new, so I'm not gonna like talk too much about that, right. but it's it's it's, it's cute. Yeah. So it's like right now it's like the person who I've been seeing for seven and a half years and, mm-hmm. and Nathan who we're coming up on a year now. So Aww. at the end of the month. Congrats. Yeah. Wait, Halloween? Oh, they're about around that time. Around like the when the, the, the socks won the World so Series. Spooky. I mean, the Cubs. The Cubs <laughs> yeah. won the World Series. Ooh. 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 Yeah, yeah. I don't we'll like edit sports. that out. <laughs> I'm sure it's not surprising. Everyone knows it about me. I don't like sports yeah. either. Um, so you guys went on your first date around Halloween in a cemetery. Mm-hmm. I love wait, it. Wait, wait, and I you... I forgot it was around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it had to be. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, Nathan, do you have multiple partners? We skimmed, like, right over here. No, just the one right now. There's yeah. a couple people I date on and off. Got or it. date or hook up with uh-huh. or whatever the word whatever, is. Whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we date, sometimes we hook up. Sure. It's whatever it is. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Do you always tell each other when that happens, or is it just kind of like, oh... We're pretty loosey-goosey about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There have been times I've just been like, oh, you guys, you guys, oh, okay. All right, sure, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And it's like it's not a it's not a particularly not a, big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Early on, when I first started, that might have like been like more of a sticking point. But yeah. now I'm like I'm I feel very secure with Nathan. Mm-hmm. It's like Nathan is a, a fabulous fucking person to date. Like I I go over there and I'm like fed a delicious vegan oh. meal, and we watch like 
you know, semi-trashy sci-fi television <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> talk about our feelings. And it's, like, it's it's a very comfortable little thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, like, I never, like, it, it can be okay not to know. Yeah. Sure. If you're feeling secure, it's just, like, okay, it's not like Nathan's going in. Right. right. If you feel secure, then, like, you should have no need to, like, ask this. Well, and I yeah, think also, so, like, um, something I stumbled upon is talking about how jealousy is such a massively deep-seated mm. thing that's just been... I don't, I don't even know like where it comes from, but in most like monogamous relationships, that's like mm -hmm. the kicker. So the flip side of that is expectations. Do you guys have expectations for the relationship in terms of like, you know, like what you expect long term, or is it just sort of like, oh, <laughs> am I bringing down? Okay. We, we like just you, looked at you, each you, other, like, just like, do that you? That's an interesting we? question. I don't know. One one big takeaway that I got from that book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The ethical uh, slut. The ethical <laughs> slut. Yeah, one, one thing I got from that that I just found, was, I just thought was a really good idea, mm -hmm. was the idea that there the never has to be ex expectations. Mm -hmm. There yeah. never has to be. Like, it doesn't have to be an interview right. when you date somebody. It doesn't have to be that way. It can just be what it is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think I really like that idea. Yeah. That's something that really makes me happy, and that's kind of how, how I think of relationships, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think that solves a fuck ton of problems because, the, you know, it's always somebody is disappointed because right. something didn't work out the way they thought it would. They had different expectations. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, yes. and half of the time I feel like it's, you know, it's all in their head anyways. And it's not something, you know, what they expected to happen. They didn't necessarily discuss it with their partner, yet mm -hmm. they're still upset when it doesn't happen. Like, mm -hmm. it's just kind of crazy. So yeah. I, think, I think the whole concept of not having expectations is really yeah. nice. And then, and then as well when, like... Yeah. When you don't, when you don't have these expectations and you don't have any kind of formal structure, you're expected mm -hmm. to follow. Yes, mm. your partners oh become God. people who they come back because they fucking want to. Yeah, mm -hmm. not because they have to. And mm -hmm. that feels incredible. Yeah. It feels so good. You know, I've That's never. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've probably never had a relationship this good before. Like, <laughs> lay it on the oh, Jesus. <laughs> say that. <laughs> it's just like, it's been just so well, it's lovely. It's because you feed me. I'm a very hungry person. I'll show up if there's food. It's not hard. Yeah, I'm like just, a pigeon. <laughs> it's just really nice. Like, people yeah. stick around because they fucking want to. And that mm -hmm. solves 99% of the internal issues I always had in monogamous relationships. Yeah. yeah. That kind of fixes it. It's like, yeah, you don't absolutely. have to really... Cause, worry, worry, you know. Because, like, what is the next step, right? Especially for somebody like me. Like, okay, mm -hmm. what realistically am I going to wear to a, a fucking wedding? Like, yeah. give, give me a fucking break. I don't even know what I want to wear on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm kind of weird looking. And, like, just the, the idea, like, the... the my partner of seven and a half years, of course, we're, you know, we're getting people asking us if we're engaged right, or if we're going right. to get married. And I'm just like, oh, like, please leave us yeah. alone about that. Like, please... Please don't do that yeah. because, um, I mean, I can understand like maybe getting a courthouse thing for like maybe to consolidate resources for tax sure. reasons, like obviously, but it's like, <laughs> Which you know. Is the number one reason to get married. Yeah. Right? Isn't that just Texas. heinous? Isn't yeah. that heinous? It's fucking weird. Like, yeah. I, I told that to my dad, and he's like, that's the most depressing reason I've ever heard to get married. And I'm like, I assure you, there are worse reasons yeah. Yeah. to get married. Yeah. Definitely. That's a pretty lame one. The whole one. idea, in general, to me, sounds pretty yeah. depressing. It's like, yeah. here, sign this contract, and 
Right. We'll dictate Liars. what each other can do with their bodies and we'll uh, but you'll get share a, real a bank account. Break on your taxes. <laughs> yes, you will. Oh, and that insurance thing. You can't fuck around with that. Yeah. I just turned 26. That's oh, scary. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Getting, I'm getting there. Ooh. It's not fucking fun. That's, why, fun. that's why I'm going to sketchy doctors now. Right. Oh. Which are under my goddamn insurance plan. Mm. <laughs> Still sketchy. I had that happen. I was on a Catholic health care plan, which mm. as a trans person was a small think, disaster. Yeah, I was going to say, how the hell cute. did that work for you? Uh, poorly. Yeah, very poorly. Well. Extremely poorly. Yeah. Uh, they did their best. My, I had a very, I had a doctor who was deeply <laughs> sympathetic, so we, we worked it out, but like they would get my correct name on the bottle, but they would like hyphenate it with my old name, and it'd be like, okay, this isn't exactly it, but you're trying really hard, and for, for the Catholics, you're doing great. Right. Yeah. So like, I said you're the Catholics, there. I was raised Catholic. For uh, the record. Yeah. So, so I, I can say the Catholics if I want to, you know. I was raised Catholic as well. Yeah, you know. Yep. You fucking yeah, know. Oh, my yeah. mom is. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, you know, they're all about, like, the rigidity Oof. of roles. Yeah. And they, oh, like, yes. they see it, like, there's, like, three things, that, well, no, four things a person can be. You can be a priest. Mm -hmm. You can be the member of a religious order, mm -hmm. like a, a nun or a monk right. or a brother or a sister. Mm -hmm. Or you can be a married person or you can be a single person. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. And that's it. And like yeah. the interesting thing too is that like all the people, like you, you, you decide if you have a vocation or not. Yeah. So people who are single are like, I have a vocation to be single. This is how I'm going to be serving the church is as a single person, you know? Wow. Like that's, I mean, I don't know how many people, I mean that there's still out there but yeah. that was like they're trying to like get that into mm -hmm. our heads as teenagers same thing for like gender it can be very well I remember um, in eighth grade it was like one of our last days of school and mm -hmm. so we were all just like pulling pranks left and right mm -hmm. so we decided we swapped uniforms and so the girls came and the boys and the boys came and the girls Cute. we thought it was fucking hilarious right. and they <laughs> considered sending us home to oh, change my God. Now, mind Fires you, of hell. I know. Now, mind you, we were wearing each other's clothes, so we could have just gone into the bathrooms and changed. But we were like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Wow. And they, they ended up not doing it, but good. It was wow, close. That Victory. Is so good. Yeah. Which good I mean, job. that was back in 2002. Mm. So like, shit has evolved yeah. big time and with sort acceptance of? at least. Yeah. Yeah. Like schools were not, but like we're mm. like. Mm. No, I'm not talking about the Catholic schools. Just yeah. like yeah. In, just in general. general. Yeah. I was at Thanksgiving with my family. Uh, it was last Thanksgiving, and my grandmother, so my mom's side is Catholic, and my grandmother mm. is, like, a very devout Catholic oh, okay. woman. Um, she's Sicilian, so it's, like, very Roman Catholic. She was uh, talking about her girlfriend who her daughter had gotten divorced from her husband. Or, no, 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 she wasn't divorced. She uh, started, like, seeing this other person, and... It, my parent, well, my mom and my grandmother were talking like, wow, I just, like, can't even, I, like, don't understand. I can't even imagine. Like, it just, like, that's just not okay. Mm -hmm. And I, like, myself, and then I have <laughs> this. like, biting I'm just tongue. here, like, with my turkey. Yeah. And yeah. My, my uncle, who's, like, also, like, a little bit, like, on the same side as I am. Yeah. In, like, social issues. And you're just, like, looking at each other. I'm just, other, like, like, looking at my like, uncle. God like, damn it. Ugh. I was, like, trying to sort of be, like, <laughs> Actually, like this is something people do. <laughs> like mm. it's great and fine, but um, they weren't having it. Yeah, family can be very disappointing. Yes, yeah. there's yeah. one thing that I've learned in these past few years. Yeah, mm. at a certain <laughs> point, dark. it's just like, and that's how we're gonna end. Oh, <laughs> oh no, Jesus. I'm kidding. Oh my God. I'm kidding. We're not Please. ending on that. No. <laughs> yeah, and so it's interesting. <laughs> so you internalize that kind of rigidity. 
like so intensely and you get this idea that like you know things are this way and these are the sacraments this is the way you progress through life we have this path assigned for you and these are the steps in which you take it in a traditional Mm -hmm. catholic upbringing and so it's such a breath of fresh air then to like walk out into the world and being like, well, actually, as it turns out, everything's made up. It's <laughs> everything is made fake. up. We were talking about yes. this in your name yeah. and how it's like all names are made up. My name is made up. I chose right. my own name. Right. And people sometimes will ask or like, well, especially I used to go by my middle name, Rigby. And people would be like, oh, like, did your parents name you that? And I would have to like decide right on the well. spot, like, do I lie to them? Right. Do I this and that? It's like, fuck it. It's all made up. It's like, why right. do you care? It doesn't matter. Just like. Yeah. Make those sounds when you want me, please. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Exactly. It's really like, it's yeah. like Captain Von Trapp and the whistle, but with voices. Yeah. And so for that same reason, so are like most like relationship structures. It's all like just constructed by humans. And it so is. if yeah. humans made these, then humans can also alter them. There's like, no one's, I mean, things are stopping us, but also no one's stopping you. You can just, right. you can just fuck with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever that's works for fun. you, like yeah. do that thing. But that's yeah. hard. That's really scary. There's lots of like ways that it can go wrong. There's lots of ways that poly relationships can go wrong. We've had a very unfraught thing, which has been nice, but it's not always yeah. unfraught you know there's lots of there's lots of potential drama especially once you get involved in like the more subcultural sides of it which has never really been my thing but my old partner like has the one that we just had a very pleasant a surprisingly pleasant breakup um uh, she's involved in all the scene stuff where um she's organized conferences and she goes to these cocktail nights and she's always networking and it's not even I mean sometimes there's like dating involved in it but sure. a lot of it is just like connecting people with resources and yeah. stuff like that um and so I'm like specifically I'm less, poly yeah okay for, with poly people okay. so like some trans poly people but also like she knows people like in the, the cisgender mm-hmm. realm mm-hmm. you know yeah mm-hmm. And um, it's interesting seeing then there's like different rules there too. They tend to have like the hierarchical polyamory a little oh, bit more. Oh yeah, yeah. Nathan yeah. was saying that you guys don't really oh, do yeah. that. Oh yeah, that is like something good to talk about. Yeah. And for people that don't know what that might be, can you explain like briefly? You, you read the ethical slut. I've never yeah. read the ethical slut. Yeah, so yeah. Um, shit about please this. Please tell us. <laughs> uh, some people practice hierarchical relationships where they have a primary partner. Right and then they have secondary partners. Mm. So when it comes time to decide if for some reason they're extraordinarily busy with all their many partners or their <laughs> jobs or whatever they have to do, sure. it's like the primary gets precedence, the, you know, the, they and the primary might live together or whatever the arrangement is. But it's just, it's like a, like a two-tier system. Mm-hmm. It's like a caste system almost. Uh, it's like, yeah. Well, yeah. you explained to me that um, sometimes, you know, like the primary people will be in bed together and then the secondary is like on the couch sleeping by himself. Like, that's, yeah. that seems very depressing. I have heard of that. I have heard yeah. of that. Yes. I don't know if, you know. I'm, I don't know if it's depressing. I mean, sometimes you it's want okay. To do. Yeah, depending, if that's what works depending, for me. I guess it can that. be okay. You're right. Yeah, that you're right. can be okay or that could be I know, I know extremely yeah. depraving depending like, on yeah. the circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it might be totally fine. Right. Yeah, it depends right. on who you are. It depends on the people. But it's fraught. It's a little bit more fraught. Yeah. There's, there's like a lot of potential for some seriously yeah. hurt feelings. Yeah. Sure. When you like label things that like strictly, you know, yeah. like. Now, do you live with any of your partners? Yeah, I uh, live with the one that I've been with for mm-hmm. so long. We, um, as dorm rats, ended up just kind of like nice. shacking up mm-hmm. constantly, you know. 
So it's like we've been just like taking care of each other and supporting each other in different ways for a very long time. Our relationship is very much a partnership in that we're like, we, we do music together, we run a sort of DIY space together, cool. we like handle finances together. We have very much like, we're very used to like operating in the world as a unit, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. But um, that, and you know, obviously there's romance involved. We love the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you've been with somebody for this long, um, it doesn't that doesn't cover like every facet of the human experience, no, right? Of course, human sexual and that goes up and especially. down too. Those mm-hmm. feelings, mm-hmm. especially sexual feelings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So although I do uh, live with this person and have a lot of like my personal resources and you know social capital to use one of the new hip terms, mm-hmm. like a lot of that is like intertwined with this person. I would never want to call him my primary partner because. Um, primary in what way like in which yeah. way like yeah. you Be- are giving more love to that person right like, that's not really like because a fun feeling it's like yeah. this person yeah, right. like in terms of like if i need somebody like to take me for a drive and to go out to like a, a town that we both kind of know and just get out of the city that's what this person is good for if i need somebody to like cook a vegan meal for me and like dote on me and like pet my hair and like absolutely just spoil the shit out of me like that's what like Nathan is the primary for that, you right. know. Like different people. Uber are... calls if I need a, like an Uber and I'm broke. Oh, like yeah. Nathan right. is always the one <laughs> where I'm just like, "Help! I'm stranded. Please save me!" And I have seventeen dollars in my bank account because it's Thursday. It's like you're definitely the primary for that one. Sorry. <laughs> like reliable. We can yes. reliable. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Nice. Because it's like there's there's just so many different uh, qualities that a person possesses. So it's like yeah. uh, there's like I can't imagine one person ever being like the go to for every single yeah. possible need or desire. That's just uh, right. too much. Especially like I yeah. like a lot of things. <laughs> like what kind of person could like talk about expectations? It's nasty. Yes. All of the expectations. Yeah. 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 It's real nasty. Someone yeah. has to satisfy every. Yeah, that's impossible, and then yeah. that's all emotional. Yeah, and then that's where like the the disappointment comes in, and it's like it doesn't need to be there. No, you yeah. can you can get that elsewhere. <laughs> yes, yeah. and with another partner. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now, do you guys? Because um, I know there's a difference between well, at least I think there's a difference between having an open relationship and mm. having a poly relationship. Mm. You guys? Yeah. I looked into that a little bit and. Basically, hmm. what does the ethical slut say? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just having this discussion with a, a friend of mine who ha- has always been in open relationships, but never mm-hmm. um, poly or a lot of people for the time like ethically mm-hmm. non-monogamous. Mm-hmm. So you talk to yeah. relationships. Non-monog. A non-monog. <laughs> yeah. That's fun to say. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a mouthful. Um, but yeah, I think I think sometimes, you know, everybody does it differently. But I feel as though a lot of people, when they say they have an open relationship, mm-hmm. they stipulate no emotion. Mm. That's got it. How okay. possible is that? Maybe for some people it yeah. is. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe. know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's what C C N M consensual non monogamy tends to be like the more like the open relationship type of thing. I yeah, the, um, I think it's all it's all very fluid. It's it, very yeah. hard. Like everyone has Putting like a labels, different definition yeah. for everything, right. you know, and yeah. different things work for different people, you know. Absolutely. So they put like different names on stuff. There's lots of that's like a big problem in a lot of these just like more vanguard kind mm-hmm. of like 
subcultures and how people relate to each other, like in the trans community, like non-binary, what the hell does that even mean? I'm a non-binary person and like I'll be damned if I could give you a very solid definition of <laughs> what that means. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I mean, I can tell you what it like it what how I might fall under that umbrella, but it could never uh, I wouldn't I, I but there's no very, good definition. Right? Like the next yeah. day, yeah, you feel different. Yeah, and so the, the same thing tends to go with like polyamory and all the vocabulary associated with that, where it can be super hard to know what somebody is talking about. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Has so. that come up? You guys seem to share an understanding about that. I don't know. It's like for one, when I when I read a lot of like poly blogs, and yeah. I just I can't relate to a lot of it. Like mm-hmm. a lot of it's quite because there's so many different ways. Right, to there's do so many it. ways. Yeah, it just feels like, and it depends who's writing. Mm. Like you get yeah this very like vanilla like oh we're open, um, mm-hmm. but never in the same bed, and we have all these rules and sure. And then there's yeah there's there's all different flavors and yeah. I don't know I I feel as though when speaking to other people and reading things and watching videos it's it's often it's often very hard to find someone who can empathize with the idea at all mm-hmm. and then it's even harder to find someone who practices the same kind exact of mode right. that yeah, you do absolutely right yeah so well, a lot of poly people feel real weird to me I feel like <laughs> sure. yeah. poly relationships are like snowflakes yeah yes. no all two are the same well yeah, yeah that's and true. that was that was you know that really bears out because I mean it sounds like we're dunking on some of the other ways of doing it we're dunking on the hierarchical <laughs> but no it's like it's not that's like not what that. works for you so it's, like yeah, we're, we're like we're, we might be doing a little bit of snobbery but it's like it's like if that's like a person's fucking thing that's a person's thing and that's like totally great you know as long as no one's like sad (laughs) you know but so that like when you go into like some of these like you know meetups or conferences or cocktail nights like there's there's this one in particular that I just remember like walking in there and like looking around and like nobody had anything in common with each other stylistically. Mm. It was fascinating. Like mm. everyone kind of had like a crunchier sort of earthy thing going. <laughs> <Yeah>. Obviously, <laughs> it's like you know everyone here's listened to NPR right, a couple right. of times. <laughs> like that yep. was, you know, that there was like there was that was like a, a an overarching theme. But in general, like every single person, like there's somebody who is talking about like, oh, I'm an indoor rock climber, and then there's this other person, you know. Him and his girlfriend, he works in construction. They live out in Indiana, drove into the city, and it's just, there's, demographically, there's a lot of different things happening there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it can be cool if you're able to, you know, talk about things, which Hmm. a lot of them are. (laughs) Yeah. 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 What are some of the, like, blogs and resources that you found to be most helpful for? Yeah, you're the reader. Yeah, you're the researcher, which I love. That's so important. But, like, if some, yeah, if somebody wants to do research or reading, what do you recommend? You know what? I just deleted this one podcast off of my phone. <laughs> no. That's I, okay. I don't know why I did that. I was having a cleanup and it went. Let me see if I can find this. All right. Well, I, and you can also uh, find it and send it. We can put it up. Yeah, we'll put it in show um, notes. Yeah, in show notes mm-hmm. so that people can But this is a really access. interesting one. Yeah. I don't know why I deleted it. We referenced the ethical slut. I know I should read it. Everyone's <laughs> read it, and I haven't. I know there's, it. like, lots of criticisms of it that are really interesting. It's but dated I don't know. now, I think, yeah, a little bit. A lot of things are. A lot of, like, yeah. really important books, like, they age yeah. so quickly. There's they a do. new one out. I was just in I Love Unabridged. It's, like, my fave bookstore. Mm. And I was in there, and I, God, what did I almost buy? Some, like, newer version of oh. that. You found it? You got it? Polyamory Weekly. That's a good <laughs> one. Poly- Polyamory ben. Weekly. All right. I don't forget that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Wait, is that that's it's the name of the, the podcast? That is a podcast. Yeah, okay. I've listened to. It's you know, I, 
yeah, it's good. Uh, there's a lot of reader questions, like yeah. or listener questions. People That's just nice. call in and ask, and yeah, it's very topical. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes you won't listen to it for three weeks because there's nothing of interest, and then sometimes you'd be like, oh, that's important. Yeah, so. yeah, that makes sense. And then there, are, you were talking about blogs as well. Are there certain blogs that you usually enjoy? from Google searches? Google search, okay, cool. Usually from, I'm one of the or DuckDuckGo searches because <laughs> Google what? is tracking you. <laughs> what is DuckDuckGo? <laughs> no, DuckDuckGo. DuckDuck. Yeah, yes. DuckDuckGo. As in the, the waterfall, yes. Yeah. I've never oh, heard of that it's, before. It's like Google, but it doesn't creepily save all of your information. All of your information. information. Oh. Yeah, so. That's nice. Huh, good to know. Better, yeah, yeah This is not technical, but yeah. No, no, it's important stuff. Yeah, I remember reading one day that, like, apparently what you search can actually affect your insurance rates. What? Oh I hate boy. this. I hate, I hate that. I hate they sell all so that bad. information. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. If you're logged into Facebook and you're on Google at mm-hmm. the same time, you better believe they know who you are. Oh, no. Oh, and yeah. these things that you search, they're sold on to people. Um, mm. So, yeah, I stopped using Google like, a couple years ago. Okay. Oh, I love my drive so much. I like, ha- like Google Drive. Like, I, I keep so that. many things it's in It's brutal. Yeah. 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 I mean, Ventura, the Ventura cards, you know, being linked to your debit card and you're mm-hmm. supposed to like register. So now they get to track whoever they <laughs> is, right? Literally, they, 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 the yeah. big, like, the know. capital T. They. Track your <laughs> movements. <laughs> Like my job wants me to have location services on in my phone, but I'm like, but, 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 but hackers, hackers. What if? What if? Okay, I guess. All right. Well, we're like at an hour, so like I feel really solid. Yeah. Before we digress totally into conspiracy theories. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wish we could. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. It was really pleasant. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Nice meeting you too. That was really comfortable. Good. That is the goal. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks for listening to The Oral Report. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Oral Report or email us at the Oral Report Podcast at gmail.com to have your questions answered in a future episode.